Hey everybody, this is Kaylee Sorovi from the Minnesota Daily, and you're tuning into In the Know, a podcast dedicated to the University of Minnesota. Today's episode is a bittersweet one as we bid farewell to a friend and colleague. Our guest today is Cole Birch, the talented A&E editor. Hey everybody. Cole, it's wonderful to have you on the show today. How are you feeling as you embark on this new chapter in your life? Um, yeah, I feel pretty good. Stressed with finals and stuff, but it's been a really fun fall too. You know, we went to Atlanta. I feel like we've all bonded a lot, especially the editors. So yeah, it's definitely bittersweet. I we learned a lot on that trip. <laughs> <laughs> we did indeed. Yes, I saw you guys sleep deprived and oh. yeah, just we had to become closer by uh, circumstantial happenings, just with not sleeping and being dumb college students so no well i was sleeping you oh yeah guys no i wasn't talking awake. about you you were being very responsible um and i mean we were too but it was just yeah yeah <laughs> it was a good time so let's take a trip down memory lane first can you share some highlights from your time as an as the editor or as the reporter yeah i'll probably go back to the beginning first because yeah yeah so some of my favorite memories were when i was a reporter um so i wrote like a freelance review in December 2022. And then the former uh, a editor, James, was like, you should just be a writer. And I was like, okay, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, and that semester, so last winter semester was like the hardest semester of my college career because it was taking like all higher level classes. But I was also, you know, being a reporter for the first time, like at a pre-professional organization. So very stressful, but super fun. And my favorite story was this one I did on Caleb Wright. He's like a local music producer produced for Hippocampus, Milo, if, if you know who that is, and a lot of other people too, like Samia. Yeah, she's, she's like real big, like the current is always doing stuff on her. Um, she's from Brooklyn, but anyways, I got to interview him and he was just like super down to earth, cool guy. He was like holding his baby while he was talking to me on the phone. And through the interview process, I kind of l uncovered some personal stuff that he sh ended up sharing with me and it just made the story a, a lot better. And it, I don't know, it was just really cool for me because I grew up when I was in high school, that was like when Hippocampus was first getting big. And I've also listened to some other bands he's been in through the years so yeah that was that was a big highlight for me yeah I remember when I was in middle school my brother was in high school and so he made me listen to hippocampus <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a crazy time high school so how'd you <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure was <laughs> um so how did you then move as a reporter into an editor yeah so I think it, it was very like informal process at that time James was he was graduating and he kind of just was like, if anyone's interested, and I was like, well, I don't know, I'll give it a shot. So yeah, I've ended up being the only one who's interested. And so I guess that's like how I got it. But no, yeah, that was that was pretty special. And then, yeah, from there, the summer was a lot more chill. I was, <laughs> I think it was a little bit of like a deceptive in terms of how much work <laughs> we were actually going to be doing, because I don't know, I think when you're not doing school, this job can feel pretty easy. But you know, mm -hmm. balancing the student life and being an editor is a lot more hard. So it's tough. Let me yeah. tell you, I was, I first started as an editor this summer. Yeah, so I had, same, it was yeah. just 
working. And I was like, and then school started and I was like, oh no. Yes. Yes. And this is my last semester, obviously too. So I'm just been like, yeah, I don't know. Cause I like doing daily stuff more that, <laughs> sorry to all my professors right now, but I, I like it. I like it more than I like doing the daily more than going to class and doing that stuff just cause it feels more like what I want to do with the rest of my career. So it's easy to just like pour myself into the daily and then like forget about my responsibilities as a student. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun ride this fall for sure. No, I totally understand that. I'm like, I just, I just want to work on my little podcast. Yeah. I don't want to, I want to do assignments. That's boring. Yeah, I don't want to do a two point assignment that, you know, is going to take me an hour and a half for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'll be graded two weeks late. And yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yep. What have been some of your favorite stories that you've either made or your reporters have made? So I've written a few stories this fall too, even though I'm the editor. And one of them that I got to do was on dial tone. They're like uh, a local band, but they're also students. They're like all honor students, which is crazy. And I think the article turned out really good, but just the process of doing the reporting for that story was like super rewarding. Like I just kind of, I got to sit in their room where they recorded all of the music for their first album um by themselves it was like a closet like they were like that's where we recorded the album (laughs) so uh that was super cool and they were just really kind generous uh people so that was awesome and super talented to check dialtone out if you've if you've never heard of them but i mean all my writers right now are super talented so it's like kind of hard to choose a specific story I really liked, I know this isn't like a, it, was, it wasn't like a lot of reporting that went into this, but Alexis hadn't really, Alexis Latang is one of my writers and she hadn't really done like a movie review before. And she did this like really beautiful review on the new Priscilla Presley, like biopic. Oh yeah. 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 And that was, that was really cool. Cause I'm like a super big fan of that director and to like have somebody else <laughs> do that story was, was really cool. Cause she just noticed things that I didn't even notice when I went to go see it for myself because I just like that director, Sofia Coppola, a lot. So that was awesome. E- Ethan Lambert, one of my other writers, he's, he's done some great stories. He gets a lot of, like, cool access with different artists. So he did – I'm totally going to butcher the name of this band because I don't <laughs> know them. I think it's Brian Jonestown Massacre or Jamestown Massacre. They, mm-hmm. He got an interview with the lead singer of that band and – the guy was just like super eccentric. So it was like, it was really, it was really crazy. He like swore a whole bunch. And oh my goodness. Just was a goofball. So yeah, that interview by Ethan was really cool. And yeah, Mac, I, I can't think of a specific story from my other writer, Max Mueller, but he always has like interesting ideas. He's done some cool stories on like the interaction between like technology and art. So he did, he did like a cool one on uh, artificial intelligence and that. Yeah, I read that yeah, one. That was really cool. AI influence on music mm-hmm. and how it's like completely changing the music industry. So yeah, just a lot of different weird and eccentric ideas, I guess. So. <laughs> That's what you guys can do. Yeah, yeah. Aiden, though, you guys get the all fun those. desk. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like a basic question, but are there... We like basic here. <laughs> do we? Yes. Uh, were there any stories that were really hard to either come up with or get like sources for or whatnot? Hmm. That's a great question. Well, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I forgot about that one. <laughs> this is one I wrote when I was a reporter last winter. So I got to interview one of my favorite comedians, Sam Morell, and 
that process was like super complicated because he's like a big comedy name. Like he sells out theaters. So I'd never like interacted with someone's like very serious publicist. And she was like very generous and kind, but that, that process took like a month and a half of like pre-reporting and emailing back and forth, like trying to find a date where he could get on the phone with me. And then like, I didn't even get to like, I didn't like get this guy, this comedian's number. She like called me and then like transferred me to his phone. It was like really odd and a new experience for me as a reporter, but that was like super cool. He, he ended up just being like really personable and he, I, I, took a lot of the things he said in the interview out because he was just making jokes that were like super inappropriate and funny <laughs> and like talking about, <laughs> yeah, anyways, but then we ended up just talking about like basketball too, because mm-hmm. he's a big basketball fan. And he was like talking to me about the Timberwolves, which was really cool. So mm-hmm. yeah, but that, that was like a, a hard process to get to the interview and then like super rewarding. And I was like, Oh, I'm so glad that I took all that time to do the reporting because it turned out really cool so those are the best kind of stories yeah though. exactly yeah. the ones that take take like the longest i think are always like there's so much more behind it yeah yeah so much more depth too because mm-hmm. you're just like wow he asked me to get a drink and uh <laughs> did you yeah no no i th- <laughs> i don't know I'm, 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 I, I was i dm'd him like the night of the show because i went to the show too but mm-hmm. he never he never responded so oh. if you're out there sam i'll still <laughs> get a drink with you someday <laughs> so in in what ways do you feel you've grown both personally and professionally um, during your time here? Great question. Yeah, professionally, I feel like I didn't know how to actually be a reporter. Like I had done a lot of interviews, but when you're writing like three stories every two weeks, which is the quota for a lot of like just staff writers at the daily, that's a lot of reporting and a lot of things that you have to just do like ahead of time. So like, even though that story with Sam Rowe might've been like one of the longest reporting processes I had, it was like pretty normal for me to do reporting like two or three weeks in advance. And you know, that taught me a lot about like just how much you have to be on top of your shit basically to be a good reporter. And then when I became an editor, like, I was, I, I would say I was okay editing my own writing, but then like it, a completely different set of skills that I kind of had to learn on the fly when I became the editor too. And now I feel like I'm better at editing my own writing and recognizing what good writing is too. So that's all been like the professional stuff, I guess. But personally, I don't know. I feel like I, well, cause I transferred here. So I didn't really have a lot of friends at the university or anything. And that's been kind of meaningful to me. Like the connections that I've made, the connections I've made here, like since, especially this fall, like when we all went to Atlanta, like we, like I was saying earlier, we, we all kind of became better friends. Oh, I yeah. think. And, I uh, would all call you my good friends. At this yes. Moment. <laughs> yes. Totally. Much love to the homies at the daily, but yeah, no. So that's been super rewarding and also just learned a lot about like work-life balance. Cause in the future, like if, I, if I'm working a journalism job, like I'm not going to be, you know, doing six other side projects like I currently am in my life. So, yep. Yep. No, I totally get what you mean, though, because yeah. I, I was also just I wouldn't say thrown into being an editor. I knew what I was getting into. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I knew what I was supposed to do. Yes. Yes. I didn't really know how to start, but I totally know what you mean by like that work life balance. Mm hmm. And especially like editing your own stuff because my stuff doesn't go through copy edits. 
Mm. So I am the one that is editing everything. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. So, because it's kind of hard to copy edit when it's people's voices. Yeah, you can't, totally. You can't change a whole lot. Yeah, exactly. But no, I, I, f- I felt <laughs> I felt similar to that. Like when I've r- I've written, I think just two stories this fall. But like balancing the editing, you know, you know, on a given week, I have like six or seven stories I'm editing from all of the writers on the desk, and mm-hmm. then having to then comb through mine and then write a story. I was like, I'm glad I'm not doing this every week. This would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, it can get a lot sometimes, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. I've, it's it's all worth it, I think. I, I love putting out the, yeah. the stories. I love uh, reading your stories. And you started uh, the newsletter. Oh, yeah, true. I how has <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. How, is, how has that been going? I've been reading them every week. Oh, thank you. No, that's been, that's been also super rewarding because it kind of started out just like, as a brainstorm and it took a while to get off the ground. Like we didn't really start until like October just cause everything was so busy and we were going back in person, which has also been a big part of, I think everyone's closer now here at the daily, which is cool because of that. But yeah, it was just a lot of brainstorming between style and also Theo, the sports editor, cause he started his own mm-hmm. newsletter too. shout out to the rouser, but yeah. No, it, it's been fun. I feel a little disconnected from, like, the impact of it. It was cool, though. Like, my roommate's little sister is, like, a sophomore or something at the U, and she was like, oh, I've been reading your newsletter. And I was like, what the heck? Who is this person? <laughs> People like, actually read it? I was what? like, I, didn't, I just thought I was just going out into the void. But, yeah, no, so that, that it's been cool to, like, get positive feedback about it and have kind of, like, something that I can have as my own. Because I, like, write a little blurb you know but then I also like add like my song of the week so that's been fun I've just been coming up with goofy songs I'm like I hope this isn't like I, if it, some of them I'm like if uh if the editor-in-chief listened to this song I don't know if you'd be thrilled with me having it as the song of the week but oh, I don't give it'd a be crap fine. yeah I feel like <laughs> just Mad- like Maddie Amigo would appreciate song, it, like, though. <laughs> <laughs> just like trap music I'm like this is you guys everyone should be listening to this so. everyone yeah yeah no I love I love reading your newsletters I love reading Theo's newsletters and the one that Maddie and Alex put out yeah um, that one's good too I didn't really read the newsletter during the summer, but then I started reading it during the fall, and I was like, I've been missing out on some stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, there's some some goofy little uh, snippets and anecdotes from Maddie and Alex, too, on their newsletter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love hearing what you guys are up to. Yeah. It's fun. Just goofy. <laughs> so um, Life. <laughs> just life. There was there was one, I think, I think it was the week of Thanksgiving. Theo put out one, and I thought it was incredible. He's like, he was talking about like the Thanksgiving leftovers, mm. but in terms of like the reporters, it was yeah. it was really interesting. I was like, "How did you come up with that?" <laughs> interesting, yeah. Tells you how great of a friend I am because I have not read one of his newsletters. But um, you haven't. You guys put these out together. I, know. I hope he finds out by listening to your podcast that I haven't listened to <laughs> any, or read any of his newsletters. But now I feel like I have to. I have to go do it since I've said this publicly. So, well. How public is it? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> your millions of listeners out my, there. Yep. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are your plans for graduation after graduation? Or do you have any? Yeah. Right now, I'm like, I don't know. I've been telling a lot of people this, which is just like funny since I'm working at like a really prestigious student newspaper. But I don't know. I might just go into like social media marketing or something like sell my soul to 
mm. corporate America, which is totally okay with me. Um, I just want to make a little bit more money right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've like worked like two or three jobs, like all of the years I've been doing college. So I'm pretty ready for like a, a change of pace, like a steady job and like just kind of chilling out on the like customer service, food service work, which, you know, I have a lot of love for, but it's not, not for me anymore. I'm getting too old. I, <laughs> I was a retail worker during the summers. Oh, yeah. It was not for me anymore. I don't want to go back. <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, and shout out to all those people. Like hope you can unionize and oh, God, yeah. hope everyone gets better pay. But yeah, it's not for me at, at the moment. So yeah, I'll, I'll probably go towards something like that. I mean, I'm always going to keep writing though. So mm-hmm. we'll see. I've just been kind of trying to get through to graduation low key. So I don't have like a set plan at the moment, but That's I'm kind cool. of, yeah, I'm kind of okay with that though. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just been focusing. Yeah, it's especially since you're graduating, gotta make sure that you actually graduate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the plan. <laughs> that is the plan. So uh, your major is it? Is it just journalism? Yeah, it's just journalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just journalism. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. not what I meant. Because <laughs> some people have double majors no, yeah. and then they I add don't. different <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I know what you I, meant. I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> no, I know. Do you have any advice for either mm. your reporters or future journalists? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Try to get as many published clips as possible if you're thinking about being a journalist because that's like how you become a journalist is having real work out in the world. You can't just like, I don't know. I've met people who even are like in the Hubbard school and they just like, Maybe they do an internship their senior year where they get some published clips, but that's all, or they don't, and they just graduate and they don't have any published clips, and it's like totally fine because, like I said, I'm not even sure if I'm going to go straight into journalism, so it's like whatever. But mm-hmm. um, if you really want to be a published writer, I think you just have to continually try to get on some type of you know published website that has credibility. So or make your own. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can you can do that too. You can start a blog. Just publish your work, y'all. It's um, super easy. <laughs> yeah, I guess the the other big piece of advice I have is don't overextend yourself. I've done that so many semesters where I'm just like working way too many hours at another job while being a full-time student or vice versa. And, you know, sometimes I took a long path to graduate college. Like I'm 24, so yeah, take your time with college. Like, there's no rush. Like, I think that's a, such a misconception about, like... Well, it feels um, so rushed. You yeah, know? well, no, not a misconception, but, like, a a cultural norm in America, for sure, where yep, you're, like, yep, yep. you have to figure out your whole life and your career by the time you're 23, and it's, like, that's just not s- real. You like, start when you're 18. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I don't... If I was doing the same things that I was doing when I was 18, I mean, I might be in like a federal prison. Like I'm joking, <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad that I'm completely the on a different path. Is there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know, just take your time. The college is really expensive too. So, you know, some people just need to take it slower and I support all those people out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I think the other thing I was going to say too, was if you're, if you're trying to be a great writer too, like, cause my goal is to like someday maybe write a book or something like that. <gasps> That'd be um, so cool. Yeah. But I'm just like not super in a rush to figure that out. Cause a lot of the greatest writers of all time 
uh, were like in their forties when they got their big work, you know, their big break or whatever, like commercial success. Like sometimes you just need to live life to be a good writer. So don't, don't put too much pressure on yourself, everybody. Mm-hmm. Words of wisdom indeed. Are you going to miss the daily? <laughs> Am I going to miss the daily? Hell yeah. <laughs> what are some things you might miss most about being either mm-hmm. a reporter or an editor? Causing trouble at Week Aheads <laughs> oh, uh, with Spencer gosh. and Noah. Shout out Spencer White and Noah Mitchell. But they were definitely yeah. chaos at times. Oh my goodness, the stuff I learned. <laughs> was that was Spe- was Noah the one who was describing? No, he was doing that to somebody else. But yeah, Noah's so funny. Yeah, we would just start talking about the most random sub like cultures things like, i think one time we had like a 35 minute debate on the greatest uh late night host of all time which is <gasps> obviously conan so i remember that yep if you disagree with me you're wrong but as yeah. I, as i watched Stephen colbert <laughs> <laughs> hey now steven's all right but and i yeah. saw trevor noah and um at a show this past oh cool november yeah like a comedy show you said went mm-hmm. to a trevor noah show oh that's sweet mm-hmm. yeah what are he's gonna do next we'll see yeah a daily show's doomed though <laughs> That was hot takes the from Cole. Hot takes from Cole. We should have done that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved to have a whole conversation with you guys about that. Yeah. No, <laughs> just get Spencer and Noah and I here. We'd, we'd probably like it banned from campus or something. I don't know. Alex would probably have a few things to say. Yeah. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. Alex might do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before we wrap up, is there anything you'd like to share with our listeners? Yeah. I mean, subscribe to the scene. I'm pretty sure. The next editor, Alexis, uh, she's going to be doing the, the newsletter still for A&E. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of cool things in there. And I think it's like an easier way to kind of keep up with local arts news than necessarily, you know, I don't always have time to go to a website and like click on the arts and entertainment section and just sit there and read articles. So I think the newsletter is a, a sweet way to do that. But other than that, I don't know. Peace oh. and love. Yeah. Peace and love. <laughs> We'll certainly be keeping an eye out for any of your future work that oh, you do. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, of course. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I hear it's, you're going to you're gonna do it and uh, it's going to be great. I might become an investment banker or something. I don't, know. <gasps> don't do that. <laughs> don't. Just sell my You're soul so completely. much better than that. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'd be so sad. It would be a complete end of the spectrum if you did. You started as an A&E editor and ended <laughs> as an investment banker. I don't even know what an investment banker is. I just said that. Yeah soulless corporate job yeah yeah that wall street yeah no, yep. no i'm not gonna do that no but. don't do that but <laughs> <laughs> don't worry everybody don't worry it's all good thank you for your dedication creativity and incredible impact you've had as an editor it's been really great to get to know you and we wish you all the best on your new adventures well thank you very much kaylee You're so welcome. (laughs) As always, we really appreciate you guys tuning in. Feel free to email us with comments or questions at podcasting at mndaily.com. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Cole. And this is In the Know.